I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Are you kidding me? Christian McCaffrey to the 49ers. This is awesome. Welcome to the show, everybody. It's supposed to be fantasy football today in five. We'll see how long this one goes. I'm Adam Azer with Jamie Eisenberg. <laughs> oh, man. Chris Towers is going to be upset that he's not working tonight. This is what you live for, reacting to a trade like this. Oh, wait, wait. Were, were you doing it by yourself? Yeah, I was going to do it solo. I thought it was just going to be a game recap. I had no idea. Uh, and then we get this news that uh, Christian McCaffrey going to the 49ers for second, a third, and a fourth round pick in 2023, and then another pick in 2024 as well. They have like, no picks next year. 49. Yeah, well, all right. So, first of all, we don't know how much he's going to play this weekend. I don't know if it's the. Well, what? Rappaport said that yeah. he's likely to play in some packages. In the red zone. Yeah. So, I, I don't know that we're going to do start or sit with him just yet. It's only Thursday night right now. But let's just talk season long. Value up, down, or the same for McCaffrey? I mean, it's hard for him to go up, <laughs> you know. So, I'm going to say same at best. Um, Probably a slight decline, but not anywhere close to where he's going to be sat in any leagues. Um, you know, this is uh, this is clearly an offense that is going to be fantastic running ball. You know, my first thought was they always get hurt before. <laughs> <laughs> like every player always gets hurt. Um, so I hope the training staff there is ready for, you know, keeping him, him upright. Um and then my second thought was, well, here we go. They have another leading rusher for the sixth year in a row under Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, wow. Um, How about that? I did, nobody predicted it would be <laughs> Christian McCaffrey, right. though. Uh, you know, we thought it would be Trey Lance. Um, yeah. I, I, I think, you know, first off, it really, to me, this is more about what's left in Carolina. If we're, if we're being, you know, just what what's the impact? Because, you know, Jeff Wilson, you can't use him anymore. Elijah Mitchell, poor kid. <laughs> he, like, why did they send one of those guys back? Like, they could have just, you know, made this a little bit more easy on the on the Panther side of things. You know, throw throw back one of their running backs, Tyrion Davis, Price, somebody. You know, give somebody a chance on a different roster. Um, so yeah, McCaffrey, you're still starting him. They they clearly are fantastic running the ball. Um, he should have the opportunity for more points. They should be able to throw him the ball quite a bit. And and still be you know McCaffrey you know so is, is he going to catch a hundred passes in this offense I doubt it you know can he catch you know prorated seventy five rest of the season it's still pretty good um, yeah he's 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 a must start guy in a better offense so that's a great thing and then you know the the value goes down for Debo a little bit because you know why would you put him in the backfield anymore um, Kittle's still fine. Ayuk is still fine. You know, I mean, not you're not sitting Debo, but you know, I just 
think you're losing the, the opportunity for him to get touched. I'm just working through this as I'm saying. No, so I'm sorry. Look, look, <laughs> I mean, look, I'll throw it out this way. I think you could argue that everyone on the 49ers, including Christian McCaffrey, just lost value. Maybe McCaffrey to the least degree here because this is a team that never throws to its running backs. And I think that's going to change. You don't acquire Christian McCaffrey to never throw it to your running back. And that that just means fewer targets for everybody. You love the fact that they're going to figure out ways to scheme him and get him out into space and let him be amazing. But, you know, I this could real I mean, this could be really bad, I think. Because we've seen it's tough for that offense to sustain three guys, right? You know, week after week. They just don't throw that much. And now it's four guys. You never had to deal with this. Uh, a, a guy out of the backfield getting a lot of targets. The most catches in the last four years on San Francisco by running back is 33 by McKinnon. In 2017, first year... Well, Hyde's the Shanahan. most ever catch under, under yeah, Shanahan. 59. That was 2017. That was the first year under Shanahan. Since then, 33 is the high for a running back. But, yeah, I, I mean, my gut reaction is that it's bad news for everyone on on San Francisco except for McCaffrey and, I, and Garoppolo. It's that's fair. Just, that's it's my fair. Gut. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I again, it's they're, they're, how do you defend them at this point? Yeah. You know, because they, you know, you know, they were going to run on you with whoever was back there. Now they have still one of, if not the best running back in football. So there's that threat. You know, there's a lot of pressure on Garoppolo because he's going to have to support these guys and and not make mistakes. Um, can you imagine if Trey Lance had become Trey Lance? <laughs> and, yeah. And, and uh, and then making this move, um, so yeah, I, I I guess to 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 put a blanket statement on it, yes, they probably all lose value to whatever extent, but I don't think you're you're not sitting Kittle because the position he plays, you're not sitting Debo until you see that he's going to really suffer, and you're not sitting McCaffrey. Ayuk was always a borderline guy to begin with, yeah. So you know, take that for what's worth. And, and the flip side of this is, as we saw last week, and who knows if this continues. Their defense is so beaten up. Right. Oh, man. Please please let him play a decent amount of snaps against the Chiefs. <laughs> that would be so fun to see. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, yeah. listen. So we're going to break it down on the Friday morning show with Dave and Jamie. <clears throat> let them debate it a little bit. Let's start, turn our attention to the Carolina Panthers. Both running backs are, are pretty widely available as we record this at 11.55 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Not gnarly. It was a mad race. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? I'm going to tell you the truth, man. I I looked. They. I looked before everyone else, basically, in our leagues, and I passed. You know, in a lot of in a few leagues that they were available. Um, how do you feel about them? I, it's not a great situation here. It's an awful situation, and so take that for what it's worth. Like, um, I picked. I picked up. And here's the the crappy thing is I had a lot of Chuba Hubbard last week when this rumor was out there, and I dropped him this week in a lot of leagues, um, just to see. I, the way that I, I view it is. I, I think, I said this uh, at, at some point during the week, I don't remember if it was on our podcast or on, on HQ, that the, the thought would be if you're making this move, not necessarily from a tanking standpoint, but what do you need to see from Deontay Foreman? He's not part of your future. Chuba Hubbard's not your feature back moving forward, but he might be a third down back depending on how the direction you go with your next running back that you add. You know, if you're not adding a, a McCaffrey-like guy, you're not adding a, a, a three-down threat, if, if that's the route you go, maybe Hubbard could place on pass downs. He's not been good. Foreman showed a little bit last year. He's not been good. You know, so in a situation where they're chasing points and they're throwing every pass behind the line of scrimmage essentially right now. Yeah. 
Makes it I, I would think Hubbard has a slight edge if he's going to play on passing. But we just don't know. So, you know, it, it's the way I would view it is half and non-PPR, I'd probably lean toward Foreman. Full PPR, I lean toward Hubbard. Um, don't drop anybody of significance for him. Like, I in a 10-team league, the only player that I dropped just because he's on a bye, and I'll, I'll probably try to get him back next week, was Alexander Madison because mm-hmm. um, the yeah. shallow league. That was the, the you know, I dropped Cam Akers in one league because I was just waiting to see if he was going to get traded. Um, I dropped Russell Wilson where I benched, benched mm. him essentially and not going to play him. Yeah. You know, these are the type of players that I that I, that I dropped him for. Naeem Hines in, in one league where I had a lot of running back depth. See, that's that's you know? an interesting one because I, I was going to, it was either going to be Samaj P. Ryan or, or Hubbard or Foreman. P. Ryan's easy. No, but it wasn't easy for me because I have Joe Mixon and I have like enough running backs where I don't think I'm ever going to start Chuba Hubbard. And I just thought, you know, I would hate to to drop Pirine, have Mixon get injured, and then Pirine would be so much more appealing than Chuba Hubbard is right now. I just said, like, you know what? Forget it. I, I just don't see but myself. You're, you're you're playing out a scenario of Mixon getting hurt for an extended period of time or the season. Yeah, I I just and don't I just don't think that these running backs are going to be all that useful, personally. So I I didn't. I mean, you know, I would no, but, but you, you say that, and I'm I'm with you because it's the situation is that bad, but. Mike Davis, two years ago, was a serviceable fantasy He's the only guy, though. True. Last year, it was <laughs> Last year, it was, it was bad with Chuba Hubbard. You know, I, was, I think it was okay at the start, but then they started working. I can't remember who they started working at. Amir Abdullah? Um, yeah, you know. I, I didn't want to drop upside. I would have dropped a boring yeah, I, don't, I don't know if P. Ryan is, is what I would consider upside. Fair. Because you could, you, you could have two starters. For your fantasy team, as opposed to waiting out Mixon's an injury. Uh, do you think this helps DJ more? <laughs> um, Here it comes, <laughs> DJ no. Moore. No, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's a lot of targets. You know, I mean, it's pretty much all they're doing is throwing McCaffrey. Yeah, I, I, let 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 Darnold play and let's see what happens. You know, <laughs> Heath was funny on on HQ today. He said, I couldn't wait for Sam Donald to get out the out of the lineup to help DJ Moore. And now I'm begging for Sam Donald to come back and help DJ Moore. <laughs> um I mean they're 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 a dumpster fire, you know. So someone's going to get work there. I, I would just like like I said, lean toward Hubbard in, in passing situations. But you know, if 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 you value somebody on your fantasy team, in your case, you know, Samaj P. Ryan, that's a pretty low floor. So you're not yeah. you're not making a move. I think most people probably drop Samaj Pirine, but, but, but for for Chuba Hubbard. But here, let me ask you this: Let's say McCaffrey got traded tonight and Joe Mixon were out for the year. You know, I hope that doesn't happen. Then who would you have picked up if Pirine? Oh, you're right. Right. You're, that, you're that's right, my but... that's my philosophy here. Is I'm just for a rainy day, basically. Yeah, I I, I, I totally understand that. I, I also think you know, barring you know Mixon getting hurt this weekend, you have an opportunity to see it unfold. You know, so. You you have a good chance of getting P Ryan back. Yeah, barring oh, yeah. injury. You know I got to get one of these guys. I'm looking at the Panthers' run schedule. They got some pretty easy run defenses coming up. Uh, not they, this weekend. Not this weekend, but they got Atlanta twice. Not sure about their run. It's not very good. The Bengals have been bad without DJ Reader, as I mentioned on the podcast. Baltimore has been a bad run defense. Denver's been a bad run defense. Seattle, Pittsburgh's been a good run defense. Detroit in Week 16. 
they got some good matchups. I don't know if they'll be able oh, to take Oh, that's going to be a fun conversation in the fantasy playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's take a look at... Thir- uh, yeah, that's about it for that game, uh, for that uh, scenario. Let's take a look at Thursday Night Football. This was incredible. 42-34, the final score. Andy Dalton with a massive game. Started in 3% of leagues. 34. For both teams? Yeah, he threw... Uh, Five total, uh, six total touchdowns. You want to know what was, uh, what was fun? I'm, I'm curious to talk to Dave tomorrow. So Dave's MVP on DraftKings, on the lineups we gave on, on HQ, his MVP was the Cardinals DST. Mm. And my MVP was Juwan Johnson. Mm, very so, good. Uh, I, I have to check to see how, how the rest of my lineup worked. Uh, Kyler did not help. Nah. Um, but uh, who would have thought that they scored that many points to Kyler Murray's the dud? Yeah, yeah. Who would have thought they would have had such success running the ball near the goal line? You know, Ingram and Benjamin both getting in, and uh, yeah, I, there are so many fantasy storylines here. But what really stood out to you in this game, Carolina, or Carolina, Arizona, and New Orleans? Uh, Jameis Winston will be back as a starting quarterback for the Saints next week, most likely. Um, look, I, you know, Chris Olave. You know, we'll stay with New Orleans. Chris Olave, another great performance for him. Um, you know, shattering the uh, number one receivers can't do well against the the Cardinals. Um, Jawan Johnson, if if Trotman stays out, I think could can be a streaming option. Uh, I like what I saw from him. Um, don't throw to Marcus Callaway in traffic. I, I wouldn't do that again. Um, Kamara still fine. You know, with uh, with Dalton, you'll see what happens with with Jameis from a reception standpoint. Um, for the Cardinals, look, welcome back DeAndre Hopkins. He was just fed over and 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 over. Yes, he was. <laughs> um, so that was fun. And maybe rest James Conner another week. Yeah, you know, one thing that... Yeah, well, first of all, I, I really think those guys are, are quite possibly better for the Cardinals than Conner. You know, I'd, I'd rather see, you know, Benjamin out there at this point. Um, I don't know what's going to happen, but this can't be good news for Conner, right? I, you've got to at least give Benjamin a little bit more work when Conner comes back. You know, I'm, uh, if, if, if there is a right side for Connor you go back to what he was with Chase Edmonds last year he wasn't what he was when he was without Chase Edmonds when he was a top three running back in that five game stretch but he was scoring touchdowns the offense was moving the ball so you know if he has that role with a little bit more work then you could feel comfortable about him at least as a number two running back again but for now yeah I I would agree you know uh, Benjamin looks the part more so than Connor looks the part like one thing that disappointed me was just again you look at this Cardinals offense and they just don't get any big plays and DeAndre Hopkins certainly did not help that he was just well Benjamin had a big run passing plays sorry they did have a 31 yard pass to uh, Rondell Moore at the very beginning of the game on a scramble it was a really nice play by Kyler Murray but that was Rondell's only catch of the game and yeah it's just this is I think I think this is my theory about them well I know this is my theory. You know, they, they can move the ball, but because they get so few big plays and because they have so few air yards, their drives stall. And they didn't really today because they finally were able to run the ball. But I think this is what's holding them back and holding Kyler Murray back to a degree. This is four games for Kyler Murray with fewer than 20 fantasy points, three very good games, four kind of not-so-great games. But, yeah, Hopkins didn't help that. He was a very reliable possession receiver, 10 catches for 103 yards on 14 targets, but nothing downfield. We'll see if that changes as they get more on the same page. Um, well, it's also, I think, you know, they, they realize that with Marquise going down, he was probably going to be that guy for them with Hopkins on the field, which is why they go get Robbie Anderson, you know, so yeah. find a guy that can run and maybe take some shots down the field 
and see what that you know turns into. Um, if you feel like your team is playoff bound at this point, you know, uh, four and two, five and one, six and zero, oh, going to seven and one, seven and zero, oh, whatever the case may be, uh, and the Kyler Murray fantasy manager is frustrated. If Marquise Brown does only miss a month, and you get that quarterback for what he could be in the playoffs, not a bad move to make. You know, trying to see if you can acquire him cheap. All right, that's going to do it for fantasy football today in fifteen. Thank you to Jamie for hopping on and for all of you for waiting patiently and listening to our spiel. I appreciate it. We'll talk to you tomorrow with Starter Sit for the AFC Home Games. See ya. Hey, everyone. This is Jimmy Conrad, your favorite former U.S. Men's National Team player and the host of the Call It What You Want podcast. And I'm here to tell you that Viore is a versatile clothing brand that speaks my language. It's inspired from the coastal California lifestyle, just like me. Its products stand the test of time, just like me. And also, just like me, it endeavors to inspire others to live vibrant, healthy lives. Fiori gear is designed to look great in everyday life, while also being perfect for any workout activity. I'm currently rocking the men's Sunday performance jogger, and don't let the name deceive you. You can wear these babies any day of the week and in any situation. I'm talking going to the office, running errands, the gym, whatever your heart desires, because Fiori is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. So get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viori.com sports. That's V-U-O-R-I dot sports. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Again, go to viori.com sports and discover the versatility of Viori clothing.